Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Storytime, where we talk about all things real estate. I'm your host, Saad Munir. Lots of movement and talk around the greater Boston real estate community and even nationally about it's a still a seller's market or buyers have more power now and all that. So today I want to give my opinion. Yes, there's still low supply, so that helps sellers. And because of interest rates, especially, there have been a lot of buyers putting their searches on hold which of course helps those buyers that are still active, right? So I do see both sides, but I don't think it's still a seller's market. I also don't think it's a buyer's market. It's a nobody's market. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. Buying right now is still hard and will continue to be until the supply problem changes. Selling right now is much harder than it was two years ago, even a year or six months ago, because there are less buyers. And of course, if you sell, Usually, you need to move somewhere else or buy something else. So now you're a buyer, right? And you're facing the same challenges other buyers are. 90% of mortgages out there right now are apparently less than 5.5%. So the locking effect is real right now. People are having a hard time justifying selling their properties. Point is, it's tough out there for both sides. Before we go on here, though, it's worth mentioning that this episode was recorded in mid-December. And just yesterday, that's December 12th, the Fed came out saying they're forecasting three interest rate cuts in 2024. If those happen, and depending on how deep those cuts are, the dynamics discussed here in this episode will change. There's no question about that. But supply is going to continue to be an issue. And what that means is the market will shift more towards sellers again in greater Boston and frankly, anywhere else where there is an inventory shortage. So as usual, let's go through a few stats to paint the picture of the current landscape. For buyers, one, you got higher prices. Interest rates have not dropped prices, right? The median single family home is at $829,950. That's as of October, 2023. That's up 11% year over year. You've got fewer listings. Inventory remains tight. For example, again, in October, 2023, sales volume was down 32% compared to October 2022. Slower market. Homes are staying on the market longer. They're averaging 29 days compared to 27 days last year. It's only a two-day difference, so not a massive difference when it comes to, uh, when it comes to uh, the days on market for listings. Uh, and of course, you've got mortgage rates. Rising interest rates impact affordability. 
making it harder to qualify for loans. We, in fact, recently hit a 30-year high in interest rates. Rates have come down a bit in recent weeks, but naturally, that's a tough pill to swallow compared to the historically low interest rates of 2020-2021. Now, for sellers, you've got a cooling market. As I just described, it's tougher for buyers and more listings are staying on the market for long. I mentioned the two-day difference in the stat earlier, but there are definitely pockets and types of properties where that number is much higher. Not to mention, places are getting less offers even if they aren't staying on the market for too long. I've had many instances of, of whether it's listings of mine or where uh, you know other agents that I've worked with where they put something on the market, it does go under agreement in the, in the first week or maybe the first two weeks, but all they got was one offer. Uh, a couple of years ago, we were talking about 10, 15 offers, sometimes in the first day, the first open house. So huge shift in what, the, what sellers are facing right now. Um, number two, you've got lower demand. The number of houses sold in October 2023 was the lowest since 1995 in a given month. Negotiations. Buyers are pushing back on asking prices, leading to longer negotiation periods, and just as important, more contingencies. So buyers are protecting themselves and they have the ability to because there's less competition. Number four is the uncertainty. So the market's future direction remains unclear uh, and that obviously impacts buyers and sellers. But sellers get scared because, you know, in terms of moving, in terms of making a big decision, it naturally creates hesitation. Okay, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, I'll share a few quick tips around how to navigate the current market on both sides. Hey everyone, Saad here from Storytime. I hope you're enjoying all the talk about real estate. I absolutely love it and I have been having a ton of fun putting these together for you. If you're liking what you're hearing or even if you've learned something new, one thing that would be super helpful is if you would leave a rating on Spotify and a review on Apple or wherever you get your podcasts. It would mean a ton to us. It helps us reach more people and build a community of real estate enthusiasts. Also, if you have any real estate questions, I'd love to hear from you. Reach out to me through my Instagram handle. That's Saad Munir. I'm easily searchable, but S-A-A-D-M-U-N-1-R. The I is a one. And I might even be able to answer your question in a future episode. Thanks again for tuning into Storytime. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. Welcome back to Storytime. Today, we're talking about today's nobody's market. That is a market that is generally not favorable to either buyers or sellers. 
So now that we've shared some of the challenges in the current market for both sides, let's talk about how to navigate it. We'll start with buyers first, then we'll talk about sellers. So first for buyers. First, don't get aggressive without knowing all the facts and know your numbers. Stick to the budget and avoid bidding wars if you can. In this market, it is totally possible. No, 100K over asking and all contingencies waived is no longer something I personally have been seeing frequently by any means. However, consider escalation clauses in a competitive situation instead of a high offer to protect yourself from overpaying. And if you're interested in what an escalation clause is, I mean, you can feel free to Google it or just feel free to reach out to me and I'm happy to explain. Number two, think beyond price. Look for properties with good potential for future appreciation or features that enhance your lifestyle. This is especially the case for folks purchasing a primary residence. Think about it. Buy something with little competition at potentially an amazing price. Keep your inspection contingency. Potentially get a credit after you've done the inspection. Add value to the property. Build even more equity. This type of thinking creates a plethora of options for you down the line. Easier said than done, definitely, but get the right help and have a plan and you'll find it's totally doable. Third, think long-term. And look, not everybody can. I mean, no two situations are the same, but remember rates are eventually going to come down and when they do, competition will go up. That's the piece not enough people are talking about. At that point, you'll be paying a higher price and likely waiving contingencies, meaning you're not protecting yourself anymore. You may not be able to do your inspection. You may have to even waive your mortgage contingency. So if you're able to stomach a period of dealing with a higher mortgage payment, knowing you'll refinance in the not too distant future, getting in sooner rather than later is 100% something to consider. A lot of the buyers I've worked with recently are thinking exactly this way. Lastly, work with a savvy realtor. I mean, a skilled and connected agent can help you navigate the market find hidden gems, get the info you need quickly and negotiate effectively. So don't discount that. So now for sellers, number one, and I think this is probably the most important thing, price strategically. Overpricing is not, I mean, it's not just that overpricing can backfire, it will backfire in the current market. It's in the high interest rate market that we're in right now. Consider a competitive listing price to attract buyers uh, quick, I mean, Remember, it's all about attracting that one buyer. If you miss out on the first weekend, the first couple of weekends, the first month, it doesn't look good. So you want to make sure that you, you protect yourself against that and price effectively. Stage and showcase. So invest in, investing in professional photos, and I've done another episode on this, and staging to make your property shine online uh, and in person, it goes a long way. It seemed a couple of years ago that someone could put um, anything on the market, really, and it would sell within a weekend. That is no longer the case. Uh, these investments in marketing and showcasing are critical. Be open to negotiation. Be prepared to counter offers and consider concessions to attract serious buyers. And yes, that includes offering up contingencies or accepting contingencies. Uh, market strategically, so target the right buyers through targeted campaigns, uh, marketing campaigns, that is, and open houses. A cookie-cutter approach is unlikely to be very effective. I can promise you that. On that note, again, work with a good realtor. It's not enough for an agent to tell you, we'll do open houses, and for them to say, I have buyers for your home and whatnot. Demand and expect that they have a plan. 
Everybody says they have buyers. Every realtor says they'll do open houses, right? But demand and expect that they have a plan. Ask the tough questions on how they're going to get those buyers. What's going to be the strategy with the open houses? You should be able to see it, see that plan and understand it. You do not want your listing to be lazy in the current market. Trust me, too much money on the line for you. Now, a few general tips, stay informed, keep up with the market trends and changes in interest rates to make informed decisions. The two biggest factors impacting the market right now are interest rates and supply. Understand what's happening on both of them. The former will fluctuate enough in 2024, in my opinion, to have a significant effect on the market dynamics. The latter isn't going to change much at all in the near future, in my opinion. Uh, understanding all this will help you manage your expectations. Be patient. The process may take longer than expected, but if you've got the right mindset and you avoid rushing into decisions, you'll be okay. And communicate clearly. And communicate clearly. Maintain open communication with your agent, your lender, your attorney, and any other stakeholder, especially those in your family that are that will be impacted by these decisions. That'll reduce a ton of headache. That'll reduce a ton of headache for you in an already stressful process. So listen, I alluded to this earlier, but I've personally seen a lot of these changes in the market. So the stats that I kicked off this episode with, I'm seeing it myself. In Q4 of 2023, all of my closings were deals with some mix of a below asking purchase price and or multiple contingencies. The ones that were not below asking price were either asking price itself or only slightly above. I'm talking $5,000, $10,000 more than the asking price. So this is all real. And both buyers out there and sellers need to take note of that. Remember, there's no one size fits all approach in this market or really ever when it comes to what we're discussing here, but adaptability clear communication, and a strategic approach are key to navigating the current greater Boston real estate landscape. Whether you're buying or selling, ask questions, be prepared, stay informed, get the right help. Nobody can predict or control the future, but control what you can control. And it's those things I just mentioned. Just because it's a nobody's market doesn't mean you can't win. It just may not be right away. Thanks to you all for listening in today. Storytime is a production of Refillion Media. It's produced by Ari Mathay. Follow me on Instagram at Saad Munir, S-A-A-D-M-U-N-1-R. And follow Tori at Tori Holt. That's Tori with two odds. Once again, I'm Saad Munir. Until next time.